Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Welcome back to another episode of The Rant. Today is June 17th. And we still got plenty of basketball to talk about. So we're going to talk about that too for a little while. And the last couple days in the NBA have been a pipe dream. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the drama association Well, now. it's just... Oh, my goodness. The NBA is always dramatic, but especially in the last 48 hours, uh, the oh, NBA yeah. is wiling, as the as the youth say. Um, we've got a lot to talk about, because since our last NBA podcast, obviously the second round is is well underway, and we've already gotten an elimination, and, and most, I mean, three out of the four of these series have been extremely tightly contested. Let's get the easy one out of the way first. Nuggets, they get swept by the Suns. I mean, after that one fan beat up the Nuggets fan and said Suns in four. You knew it was over. You pretty much knew it was coming. The Nuggets just looked overmatched. Aaron Gordon was a no-show in the playoffs. Jokic played played very well in the playoffs. But, of course, that will be overshadowed by all the... The narrative that... All the blasphemy. All the blasphemy that... Stupid things on the internet. Because here's the thing. You've got... Nuggets fans and people that know basketball that are like, yeah, Nikola Jokic is a phenomenal player. Then you've got people that just hate the Nuggets and then Suns fans. Or hate Nikola Jokic. <laughs> or, or are playing the Suns, or, or playing the Nuggets, so Suns fans, and, the, you know, just casuals, I'll say, who are like, oh, Nikola Jokic is uh, the worst MVP we've had in 20 years or whatever, or like the worst MVP we've ever had. It's like... What? It's like that's definitely just false. Like what? this is not just, true. Like, tell me. Those are the people that think that athleticism equals good NBA player, because yeah. they look at him and say, "No way, he he's actually that good," uh, because he's that size and he's slow and he can't jump very high and he doesn't really play great defense. Um, whatever. It's like you right? clearly just don't know anything about basketball. It's okay. Listen, the, the the Suns beat the Nuggets, but it is not Nikola Jokic's fault that the Nuggets yeah, did. It's like let, let's like let's not act like if Jamal Murray did not have a torn ACL, that this series would not be over already in the opposite direction. Well, like, I wouldn't say on. it would be over, but it would be a much different series if Jamal Murray, yeah. even if Aaron Gordon shows up a little bit, like it's a different, it's it's a closer series. I'm right? saying like people are talking, people are already like giving excuses to the Nets if they lose because well, like oh you have injuries. It's like you're well, talking about the Nuggets. Like, who lost their undoubtedly second-best player after not playing a game in the, like, last 10, 15 games of regular season or in the playoffs? Like, come on, man. Have some standards here. Well, and and, and then you've got the other people that are ragging on uh, Jokic, Jokic's MVP, and that's the Embiid crowd who, you know... Oh, my God, bro. This is, the, this is well, the dumbest thing We'll ever. get to it in a minute, but Embiid should have any discussion of MVP revoked from his, from his name. Oh, man, that game four was well, awful. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Let's finish the Suns-Nuggets yeah, yeah. series. So, obviously, Nuggets lose in four games. The Suns are playing Look great, as good yeah. as they possibly can. Um, the Jokic ejection in game four. Was yeah, dumb. was it a dumb foul? 
yes. Um, let's not act like campaign got you know shot. Well, let's not act like he got uh, beat up by like you know a club or anything. It, it maybe grazed his nose. Did he need to fall down and, and receive medical attention? Probably not. Was it a bad foul? Was it a frustration foul? Yeah, hundred percent. You'd probably do the same thing if you were the best player on a team that's getting smoked in four games. Whatever. I also don't understand why that constitutes an ejection. Like, for me, ejection should be, like, potentially dangerous. That wasn't potentially dangerous. It was just like, oh, it happened. They ejected him because I'm sure their thinking was, oh, my gosh, it was so clearly intent, right? Like, that was intentional. Like, he He wound up and hit it. But guess what? That's not an ejection. And the good thing is, like, most people... At least in We're the like, NBA yeah, world, are like, dumb. yeah, that shouldn't have been an ejection. Not especially not the guy you just crowned MVP. Like, there's a certain amount of like reputation that like goes into that decision, right? Like, if it's just a guy that's like the third guy off the bench, like, okay, whatever, ejection. Maybe it shouldn't still be an ejection, but like, no one's gonna get outraged. But it's the MVP. I don't even you think can, it's because of that. You, it's get, like, you, you know that certain, Jokic does not have a reputation of being but, like a dick. So you, 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 there's a certain amount of leeway you get though, like with with that reputation like, like you're the league mvp like think about how much more lebron gets away with than like you know some guy on a on random the, dude the end yeah. of the bench it's it's ridiculous but the suns have been have been playing arguably the best basketball yeah of any i of the think teams they're beating playoffs. whoever comes out of that next series and they look good but that is until yesterday when the news broke that chris paul test positive for covid despite having gotten vaccinated, which is just incredibly bad luck. Because obviously, yeah. you know, we're going off topic here, but vaccine doesn't mean that you're immune to it, just lowers your chances of getting it and by a chance lot. Of giving it, yeah. Right? So it's just like the fact that he's vaccinated and he's still got it is just like, wow, that's just really bad luck. Now, the one silver lining here, because it was rumored that he might miss the entire Western Conference Finals, which would be a absolute body blow was, to the yeah. Suns, um... The one good thing is that because he's vaccinated, that I think that the quarantine time is a little bit less. So and it's also miss, that these other series the, haven't ended yet, yeah, so he's getting time on the clock. And that's right, why it's whenever. important to win the win the series in four games. Add that yeah. to the list. Of the he's he's getting time on the clock right while the Clippers and the Jazz play their last few games, and the series is in the East wrap up. Yeah, right. All so, those days are days out of that quarantine period. So, you know, Suns fans are, you know. It's Shaking. honestly fortunate that it had to happen when it did because, like you said, the, the clock has started for this for Chris Paul's quarantine and like you know other series are still going on, uh, and it's like it could be a scenario where he misses maybe a game or two, maybe three, um, but that's best. That's obviously better than him missing the whole finals because he is a game changer for them. As good as they they played without him towards the end of last season, they need Chris Paul. I mean, he could not miss in that final game versus the Nuggets. Um, and obviously, we all want Chris Paul to finally play, like, you know, in the finals, because he, he's been he's denied that opportunity in his career. notoriously missed out on it many, many times. Uh, moving on, Clippers-Jazz. Now, series was tied 2-2 after Game 4. P, uh, Paul George and Kawhi were, were finally, you know... Playing come, really well. Well, they were playing, you know the way that they're expected to play. Like, they both are putting up 30 a night to tie it back up. And then, all, then again, yesterday, huge news broke that Kawhi not playing Game 5, and then it was further... Might have an ACL Yeah, it was injury. further expounded on that he may have a torn ACL, which means that, obviously, he's out for a significant time. 
Um, yeah. And my thought last night, just immediately impact, right? He's not playing game five. I was like, okay, well, Jazz easily take this game, right? They only have to really worry mm-hmm. about Paul George. And then Reggie Jackson just resurrected out of nowhere and became Kobe. And Marcus last, Morris, too. Last 10 minutes. Yeah, but Reggie Jackson closed that game, which is wild. Yeah. Um, but now Clippers up 3-2, and the Jazz looked so good in the first two games, and now they just they look weak. Gobert's getting rocked here and there, and we and I know we talk all the time about, well, he gets dunked on a lot because he goes for Yeah, but he's, I mean, he's getting picked on. They're targeting him. They are. It's bad. Yeah, because they're trying to make him foul, right? That's the thing. They're trying to make him foul. My thing with Gobert is not so much that, right? Like, obviously, we understand, like, you know, the dude's in his own galaxy when it comes to, you know, things like his screen efficiency and his defensive efficiency and stuff like that. My issue is, dude, you are just a physical freak. Mm. Like, just at some point, like, post a dude up. If your team, if you're, like, the Jazz are not a team that want to play fast, right? Mm. Clearly not. I mean, they're an elite defensive team, and those teams like to play slow. Just, I mean, you're playing Ivaka Zubak. Like, just beat on him, man. Yeah, Zubats. Yeah. Like, just beat on him, man. Like, take the ball on the block and just beat on him. Like, you should not, if you are, if you are one of the, the 10 or 15 best players in the NBA, which he is, by the way, he is one of the 15 best players in the NBA, and he still pro- might be the best player on that team, you should not be taking your first, wait, wait free, wait, wait, like, wait. your first shot in the third quarter. Wait, wait, wait. Are we on the same page here? Did you just say Gobert is better than Donovan Mitchell? No, I said he... You said, said he's he, the best player. He might be considered the best player on that team. I don't think that's a might. He's the second best player. No, I said he player. might be considered the best player. He's the second best player on that team. We can end that discussion. Okay, anyway, well. continue. Well, okay. <laughs> Fine. Continue. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you think. I mean, he's one of the 15 best players in the league just analytically. Like, that's just a fact, right? <laughs> and it's – you should not be taking your first field goal attempt in the third quarter. Like, I understand you're a defensive first player, right? But – you're not Ben Wallace level of incompetent offensively. Like he reminds me of like the Dwight Howard on, on the magic. Right. But you have to take Dwight Howard amount of shots. Mm. Right. And I understand that Dwight Howard didn't have Donovan Mitchell on his team. I'm not asking you to put up 25 a night, but you're so efficient. You shoot 70% from the floor. Like just, just score a little bit more. It's not that he can't, it, it seems that he just doesn't want to. It's like, he's so, unselfish in that sense and like he's so just committed to his role and it's like sometimes you do need to be a little bit selfish when you're that good right like there is nobody on the clippers who can stop you yeah well especially not now with without Kawhi. there's no there's no guy that's really there's not even a help defense block at that point like you're literally just going to get free points and Um, you hit your free throws unlike other people what and we'll get to that later don't worry Oh, yeah. A lot um, of people can't hit free throws all of a sudden. They're not free anymore. Nets, Bucks. This, this series, series is a mess. Well, because here's the thing. We talked about how this was probably going the Nets way, but I thought it was going six or seven games just because both teams have enough talent and both teams offensively, defensively can turn it up. But this series has been an utter, utter mess. And part of it is because the Nets have so many injuries that they're giving the Bucks a wide-open opportunity to take the series, but the Bucks are like, no, no, we're nah, good. No, we're good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
the Bucks. This uh, whole free throw time thing is well, the stupidest thing ever. It's stupid because what is Giannis doing? Yeah, what is he doing, bro? Like, I saw someone say it, and it's like, it's so true. It's like the longer you wait, the more likely you are to miss because you let yeah, the you fans get involved, it. you overthink it, you overthink your mechanics, et cetera, et cetera. Just take the free throw. And the thing is, he stills over the 10 second limit, but I think the refs feel bad, so they're just letting it go. And listen, yeah. it's 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 costing them games. The, the weird thing is, like, he's still putting up an insane offensive stat line every single game. Like he's still shooting like sixty percent from the yeah, floor, which is just ridiculous. Threat enough but three. he's still not a threat from three at all, and now he can't hit free throws. Yeah. So again, like, someone said Suvlaki Stromile Swift. <laughs> Oh, no. All right, that's a little bit hard. Stromile Swift. Yeah, listen, shout out Stromile Swift, number one. But second of all, okay, Stromile Swift wasn't putting up 35 and 15, but yeah, okay. It's still just a really, really tough scene. Yeah. I think it's also it's also that, I mean, it's just that game five, obviously, they probably should have won. KD just went ballistic. I, I mean, mean, KD had an all-time performance. In that game. Yeah, and, and Jeff that, Green. Hey, Jeff Green turned it up with 27 points in 35 minutes, dude. Jeff Green popping off out here. Jeff Green's always, like, randomly due for one nasty game every, like, 30 games he plays. Yeah, and the thing is, like, Harden played on one leg, and he didn't really do a whole lot. But the thing is, I played he did he, that one possession where he was guarding Giannis in the post on, like, the elbow or whatever. It took, like, a fadeaway, bro. Giannis took a turnaround fadeaway, and it's like, why are you doing that? You have the height advantage, you, you physical... And James Harden can't play defense. And he can't play defense as it is, and you have all, like, the height advantage on him. Just go by him injured. and dunk. Like, yeah, <laughs> get some big boy moves. Back him down. Do something. Don't take a spinning fadeaway jumper that's not in your arsenal. And the thing is... It's, not, it's not in your bag, that, dude. <laughs> that combined with James Harden waving off the double team is so disrespectful... And he was proven James Harden, correct. defense, defensive monster, James Harden. And, and he was proven correct in in like uh, it's just it's such a bad look. The Bucks, they are just in such a uphill climb now. The fact that Listen, also, one of also, the coaching Budenholzer literally, I don't think he knows that he's coaching for his job because guess what? If they lose, he's gone. Yeah. Also, he it's has like, done a terrible job coaching. Also, why didn't Giannis guard KD even in the end? Yeah, they didn't switch. That was on. stupid. You, he's then, literally a two-time defensive player of the year. Like, put him on KD, please. And he also just like physically is the right size to guard him, as opposed to Drew Holiday, who's a great defender, but doesn't matter because he's like six five and KD's six yeah. ten. Like, it, I don't. I, I just no, don't and the other thing with the with the even other thing the with coach, the Bucks, even if the coach doesn't make the decision, like Giannis at some point just be like, I'm guarding him. I I am guarding yeah. him, and he said it in this post game like I want to guard him. It's like you should have been guarding him, Giannis. They just like yeah. the Bucks just look so kind of haphazard in this series, and they're letting the Nets. Eke out you know what's games, crazy? And now the Nets have about, and I don't think we, the Bucks are going to. Cl- I think the, I think Nets taking game in, in this next game. I think here's here's the thing that that's so so one of two things is going to happen. Either the Bucks are just going to steam get steamrolled in Game Six, or Giannis is going to drop fifty and it's going to go to Game Seven. Because Giannis is the kind of guy who, when people make fun of him enough, he does go out and drop fifty. Like that's just he does that. So one of those two things is going to happen. I have to say this about the Bucks though. We talked about how good. Like, their lineup was at the beginning of the season. And now I'm looking at who they're rolling out for this game. I'm like, man, it's not as bad. 
Like, not having Dante DiVincenzo and, like, a couple of the other guys that have been injured for them. Takes away, like, another great defender. Well, they're starting, they're starting Lopez, Antetokounmpo, and P.J. Tucker. Like, you can't do that. In the modern NBA, you cannot start all those three guys at the same time. Like, that is just, that is too much beef, and that's not enough three-point shooting. I'm, I'm serious. Because Giannis has to start with at least like three elite three-point shooters at any time. He, Whenever Giannis is on the floor, there has to be three elite three-point shooters. It's like it's like early career LeBron before he learned how to shoot. Mm-hmm. You have to have three, because those Cavs teams sucked, but they always had two to three guys who were just lights out from three, whether it was like guy that they had i don't remember Ilgowskis. his name or like booby dixon at one point yeah ilgauskas they always had like two to three guys that could just stroke it there was another guy mark something they always had two to three guys who could always stroke it from three so that lebron if he got caught in a drive he could always find something Giannis needs to have three elite three-point shooters on the floor with him at all time and pj tucker does not count as an elite three-point shooter mm-hmm. and neither does brooke lopez yeah. Brooke and, Lopez and is a thing. good three-point shooter for a center. He's not, like, actually a good three-point shooter in just in general. And he's not, like, hitting off the dribble threes. Here's the thing. The Nets have all the momentum, despite all of their injuries and whatnot. Injuries. But because of the injuries, the Bucks still have such a wide-open opportunity to come back if they just play... Well, and I want the Bucks well. to kind of win because I think the Bucks have a better chance in the... In the uh, uh, well, because, yeah, make... here's the thing. If in the finals, the Nets all of a sudden... You know, still have a. Well, if they play the Suns with a, with no Harden and no Kyrie, they're gonna get wrecked. Even with half a Harden, they still probably yeah. lose that series. That's even against even if they play the Clippers, they're gonna get smoked. It it will be interesting. I mean, I'm looking forward to that game because I do. Ex- I, I mean, I hope the Bucks respond in like a oh, legit yeah. manner. Yeah. Because if they, if I mean, they this has just become down, the attrition playoffs. If they lie down, I mean that. That's got to get blown up, right? I mean, like, they just, no matter what they do, they just cannot. Well, they're not going to get rid of Giannis, but they got to get rid of the other guys. They're going to have to make major moves because they've changed so many things over the last couple years, right? They move guys in, they move guys out. I want them to get get better, honestly. I want them to get Damian Lillard. And they just cannot seem to get out of their own way, right? Like, every year they choke, it seems, in the playoffs. They, They lose a matchup they shouldn't. They get swept by the Heat. You know, they falter against a really, really injured Nets team this year. It's just... It'll yeah. be interesting. And then that leads us, speaking of the Sixers, to the other series. Another, yeah, but this one this, sucks too. The, I mean, the, I know, but it's like, what is happening all of a sudden? Right? The one seed, the Philadelphia Sixers, Sixers against... We're just getting rode out by the Hawks, dude. But the thing is, like, the Sixers are playing better than the Hawks, but they are just... Are they? They just give up. They just give up. Last well, night they had a Joel 20... Embiid and Curry are playing okay, but everybody well, just, else is I mean, last night, bad. yes. They were leading by 26 points last night, and they lost to the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. I mean, Trey Young did go ballistic, obviously, but still. Yeah, he, he, he had his game. But let's look at Ben Simmons for a moment. Oh, my God. Yeah, can we please stop the Ben Simmons I finally to, to, to Giannis comp? I started to see Sixers fans turning on Ben Simmons last night, and I was literally—he's not Giannis the whole time. Like, I was thinking, stop that! <laughs> it's a—it's about time. He's all defense. He can't shoot free throws. He can't. He has no offense. He has. None. He's a good passer, but that's it. He can't score. And last night, you needed him to score. The only people that scored in the fourth quarter was Embiid and Seth Curry. 
That cannot like, happen. You know what Ben Simmons is? And this is going to sound mad disrespectful. Ben Simmons is a bulked up, more athletic Ricky Rubio. People are going to hate me for saying that, but that's exactly well, what he is. Yeah, nowadays, because Ricky Rubio used to not play defense. Um, no, I mean, I, like get what you are, I get what you mean, right? He, he, he can't shoot, have, he has, but he has, you play point guard and you can't shoot. That's the old Ricky Rubio. Yes. Yeah. Like Ricky Rubio when he got drafted was a great yeah. passer. He wasn't the defender anything. that he wasn't the defender that Simmons was, but he had no yeah. offensive offensive game. None. Yeah. I, and well, the thing the is, thing like with, you with... need you need Ben Simmons to contribute just like a little bit, and he didn't, and that's that's the difference in the game, right? Because yeah. you got you have an elite even. I mean, even Tobias Harris didn't really play well yesterday, and he's another guy that you need to show up. But if you well, are gonna, if did... you're going to treat Ben Simmons the way you treat him, he has to do more. He has to do more. Here's 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 my my a couple of comments on 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 this situation. They are ironically in the same situation that the Bucks are in when I refer to how they play. There's not enough spacing and it's too much beef. You're playing Tobias Harris, who's kind of like yeah he can shoot a bit, but he's kind of still like a block player. Oh yeah, he's like a mid range. And Embiid is a block player, right? I mean he's a, he's the best poster player in the league. He's a, he's a block player. And Ben Simmons who is only doing damage when he's slashing, so he needs room down low. So there's not enough spacing, there's not enough three-point shooting. Seth Curry, as good as he is, is not enough, right? And Korkmaz is not enough to... And then you take a guy like Matisse Teibel, who's an elite defender, all-NBA But defense, still not an, a great shooter. All-defensive team um, yeah. in, like, 20 minutes, which is wild. Um, yeah. But he has no off- offensive game either, so... Again, that's just furthering your... There's bad spacing, it's too much beef, and it's not enough shooting. And the other thing is, people joke about Giannis missing free throws. Ben Simmons seems to not get enough heat for also missing free throws. He became the first guard in NBA history in a playoff game to miss 10 free throws. Yeah, it's just bad. First of all, do you know how ridiculous it is that you got 10 free throws? Like, that's a lot of free throws to get in an NBA game. And then you missed that, and then you still had more free throws to make later. And here's the like, That's thing. ridiculous. We're talking about Game 5, right, last night. Obviously, that was a disaster. Let's talk about Game 4 really quick, too, because that was... That was worse. That was an even bigger disaster, because yeah. Embiid was 0 of 12 from the field in the second half, and he missed the game-winning layup, which was literally a freebie. Like, wide-open layup, just yeah, was bounced bad. off, the, off the glass, and you win, and they lose. And, and that's why I'm like, all the Sixers fans that are like, oh, Joel Embiid is just by far clear-cut, no, no contest, he's the MVP. It's like, okay... You do not deserve the MVP. If you miss an easy layup to win a game like that and you just miss a sitter. Also, I'm not trying to be rude, but... As good as Embiid is, I mean... All these perimeter defenders on the Sixers and Trey Young had 25 points and 18 assists in Game 4. What? Yeah. Like, man, at some point, double-team this man and just, like, I don't know, leave, like, Kevin Huerta open or something like that. Like, or... or, I don't know, Capella. Like, what... He had 25 and 18, and the next game he had 40. Like, what? (laughs) What are you doing? You have an all-defensive guard and Ben Simmons, who supposedly is, like, in your opinion, the best defensive player in the NBA. Like, figure it out. I'm not going to lie. This is ridiculous. As a Knicks fan, it is slightly satisfying to see me, to see all the Sixers fans who were like, oh, my God, the Knicks lost to the Hawks. They're like, oh. It's a little bit bit satisfying to see. Hey, listen, making fun of Sixers fans is always fun. Well, they do it to themselves. As a Boston fan. They do it to themselves. Talk a lot of trash, yeah. and then all of a sudden, oh, you're the one. Also, like in general, this playoffs has become, and I'm, I think LeBron said this on Twitter the other day. It's just become like an attrition game. 
you look at the quality of basketball being played. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, compared to like previous years' playoffs, like this it, is bad. Well, it's just, it's just it, there's a lot basketball. of injuries. There's a lot of, but like key injuries, you know. Yeah. Well, to the best players, I think this. They said that yeah. there are 10, 10 players uh, have missed time with an injury in the playoffs or whatever. That are all stars or whatever. All stars or there's some. I can't remember the exact wording of the of the tweet, but and it's like the record. And and it's true. It's it's clear the early start date, the really short in between last season and this season, the rushed schedule. Yeah, it's obvious that the play-in that, game. It's obvious that that has led to more injuries, which is unfortunate because it has led to a uh, you know lower quality. And and the thing is, like we might not see the best teams in the final. Which like right? depending on how you look at it, it's good and bad, right? It's like oh, it's good because it switches things up. It's bad because obviously that's like well, that team. The goal is we want to find the best team. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyways, but we got more games tonight. Those uh, again, three of those four series are not decided. So. Do you think Philly survives, or do you think they lose I game do six? Think I think they, they survive. survive. I, think I they do survive. think they will survive, but it's it, it has not looked pretty. It has not. Do you think pretty. the Jazz survive? Again, I I just have a hard time believing that Paul George can put that together. Again, again, right? I mean, <laughs> by himself. It's like we've seen pandemic. This, we've seen this movie before, right? He gives us one game, and we think, "Oh, wait, maybe he actually is pandemic P, or playoff like, P, whatever the heck he wants nah, to be called." And then you're like, "No, and then, he's." And then we're very quickly reminded that ah, he's pandemic P. <laughs> Although the pandemic P monitor is now officially on Christoph Porzingis, it is no longer Paul George. Congratulations, Paul George! I mean, you are no longer pandemic P. Who says they can't share? This? They can't be be co-holders of pandemic P. <laughs> Um, Anyways, let's continue with all the drama because it has continued so into much. today. Uh, this obviously has nothing to do with playoff implications, but a lot to talk about just kind of on the Drama's side. Fun. Let's talk about let's talk about the All NBA teams because those were released. Some very yeah, notable, very interesting. So choices. here's the thing: I actually don't have any. I don't have a lot to say I'm about not, like, the, first, super heated, the first two teams I don't have a lot of disagreements with the second the, the third team how can we put Jimmy Butler in an all NBA yeah I was like why is that's, he there to me the most egregious one ahead of yeah. ahead of the three that really stand I mean the fact that he got in there over Tatum Donovan Mitchell and like Devin Booker even Westbrook Right, I know how you feel about him, but you can't deny yeah. like statistics. No, and like also, also, why is like why is Kyrie, Paul George Kyrie on the All NBA team? Like I, I, I just should, well, I put Kyrie over there over Paul George. I mean, Kyrie I mean, at least yeah, went fifty, forty, ninety. I would agree. Right, I mean, I just ah, uh, it's I, I get it. There are a lot of good players, so it's that's like the whole deals. It's hard to make. Yeah, but Jimmy Butler, that's ridiculous. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler was the most that's ridiculous. I was like, how that's ridiculous. How you could argue he's not even the best player. You could well, also like, argue he's also, not the best player on his own team. If you want to be like, oh, well, it should go to team guys that are on winning teams, right? Then why is Booker not on there? Why is Donovan Mitchell not? Donovan Mitchell is on the team with the best record in the NBA. Yeah. For me, the two biggest the two biggest snubs by far are Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum. Hey, they got snugged on the top 2,525 list. They're getting snubbed for All-NBA. Jason Tatum was All-NBA last year, and he had a better season this year. And he honestly, did last year. I may something say something a little controversial. I think Damian Lillard deserved to be first team. Just over just, who? If, if we're going, but who are you taking off? I would. I would put Kawhi on the second team. Brutally honest, I would put Kawhi on the second team. You think so? Yeah. Listen, Kawhi had All another right. great season. Is it? 
Is it, is it like otherworldly? Yeah, is it his his best season? Do you ever? think it was a better Probably season than Damian Lillard had though? If you if you if you put like basketball every, wise, not just put, like oh the story of Damian Lillard being Damian Lillard. If you put everything into it and Damian Lillard carrying his team and putting up just monster numbers, I get Kawhi has the defensive side, which definitely helps his case. I I, I just think Damian Lillard was like exceptionally special. Because for me, there are three non-negotiables on the first team. It's Jokic, Curry, and Doncic are non-negotiable on the first team. The other two guys you can talk me out of. Yeah, um, yeah I would agree with that. No, I but just those think, two I just are think, I just think in terms of Kawhi's career, like this season, again, great season. Yeah. Is it something exceptionally like special from Kawhi? No. But no. Damian Lillard, this might have been his but best hey, year, right? Like, yeah, this, maybe. this is one of the best performances he's ever had. And again, you, you add in the fact that he carried that team, was putting up monster numbers. I think, again, I'm not mad because he still made the All-NBA team. Yeah. I'm just saying I could have seen him going to the first team. For, for me, this third team is just dumb. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know how you like, put Jimmy Butler in bes- there. Besides Gobert and Beal, you can talk me out of the other three guys on the third yeah. team. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, um, anyway, the defensive I, teams were probably worse, honestly, which is saying something. The defensive teams were bad. I'm just glad they put Matisse Thybul in there because, again, what that yeah. guy does in 20 minutes a game is actually absurd, and the fact that they gave yeah. him his per 36 numbers are very stupid. Yeah, yeah, but it's like five steals in college in a game. Like that's just silly. Well, yeah, I mean, his again, his his per 36. Also. Get him off of the Philadelphia 76ers and put him somewhere that will appreciate him, like Boston Celtics. Uh, <laughs> we're not getting into that. Speaking of the Celtics, though, I wanted to say this. I would love, personally, I know you're a Celtics fan, you may feel differently. I would love mm-hmm. for the Celtics to hire Carol Lawson. No, I want, her, I want them to because hire her, guess too. guess what? She was an assistant there for a long time. The players yeah, love no. her. So and she's gonna be, vibe with, and she's gonna vibe with uh, Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens, right? Like, no, a, I'm all for that. That's a perfect. Every Celtics fan is for that, like because because real you, Celtics you, fans are for that. You hit boxes everywhere, right? You are a you would get a coach that the players love, right? Yeah. You make the who gets know, along with the GM, and and, and will like, be like under his vision. And you also make the the decision that everybody's been dying for an NBA team to make, which is hire one of these extremely qualified female coaches like Becky Hammonds is probably going to get a job this year right we talked about uh we have written down here the, yeah. the Pelicans they just let go of Van Gundy they're probably going to hire oh gosh what's her name um it's not Becky Hammond because she might no, get the Spurs job if Pop just bounces Oh. Uh, that's why she's staying because she knows she's getting the San Antonio job when when whenever Pop decides to hang which up. is like I uh, that I mean what, it's a great organization to take over for. And the thing is, like, sh- there's going to be, like, six openings this, this offseason. There's going to be so many vacancies, yeah. right? Because, like, the Patriots Well, it's, it's also you wonder, you wonder when Wizards. Pop is just going to decide to hang it up as opposed to, like, just try not to, like, die on the sidelines like well, you're, like, I mean, 80 I bajillion years old. I, 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 I just... There are so many teams Dude, that are needed. Draymond I think Green and NBA All-Defensive First Team. I think Carol Lawson would be a great coach for the Celtics. Because yeah, no, every real Celtics fan is is for that. The people who aren't are just people who are trying to be controversial. Well, and they're also the casuals, right, that don't know who yeah. Carol Lawson is and, like, where she They're like, like, oh, they're just doing it because she's a woman. It's like, no, No, she's you're a stupid. legitimately you have no idea what great basketball coach, and no, she's yeah. also just and also the Celtics coach success for a while. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to everywhere. say something. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to say something yeah, here. If you have a strong GM, right, don't hire one of these retread coaches that's been fired by half the teams in the NBA. 
Go with somebody new. The last time you did, it was Brad Stevens, and he ended up being one of like the three best coaches in the league. Like, well, I hate, people I need hate to give more of these new coaches a chance. They're like, oh, let's get Van Gundy. It's like, why? Because he got fired again? Like, what's I, the point? Yeah, I hate when teams do that in all sports. It's like, if they just hire was, some retread. It's if like, he was so unsuccessful, and it was like pretty obvious that that team was just not very good, players didn't love him. Yeah. Why, why? It's like it's different it's if he change. took bad personnel to like a mediocre record when they should have been terrible because you're like, okay, he improved on something truly awful and made it less awful. But like, come on. Especially coaches that go to are coach on good teams that are good, not great, then go to bad teams are bad. It's like, okay. It's like, well, why are we giving them more chances? Like, well, it's like, okay, that team was probably good in the first place because the team was good, not the coaching. Uh, yeah, especially if he goes to a place after where the team's bad. I, uh, yeah, I. Uh, there's a lot to say on that. That's a whole separate podcast. Another coaching change mm-hmm. that we talked. Uh, Indiana fired their coach, Bjorkson or whatever, and that's basically because he tried to like fight one of his own players at the end of the season. Pacers. Yeah, that was weird. Pacers also obviously underperformed this year. I mean, a lot of Pacers fans are like, oh, Miles Turner only is probably going to get traded. He only gave him one year. It's like, yeah, well, it was a pretty bad year. and, and Yeah, and Miles Turner is probably going to get traded. It's so. not a good look to fight your own players. It's just not. No, no. Uh, Scott Brooks is also, out, You also finally. don't want to start a downward spiral that continues over a couple no. of years, right? Uh, not when you have Demata Sabonis in his prime. Excuse me. And Brogdon and a bunch of other solid players. Anyway, yeah, Scott Brooks and the Wizards separate. Yeah. Um, <coughs> You weren't wrong about your prediction. You just no, just a little delayed, just yeah. slightly off on the timing. I mean, I think a lot of people obvious. saw that coming, though, just because yeah. that franchise has still got a big question mark on where they're no, and, and they're not going anywhere. They're so stagnant. Um, Can we talk about this next one? I'm dying to talk about this next one because yeah, I I want to let loose. I'll let okay, you. we literally had this exact situation with Rookie of the Year with Zion and John Morant, where it was obvious that Zion. When, when he played was better, but he played like 30 games. And we're like, okay, well, we can't give the rookie of the year to someone who played a third of the games. We literally did that. We literally gave rookie of the year to LaMelo, and he just missed time. And it was like Anthony Edwards didn't have a bad season. It's not like, it's like we understand Anthony Edwards Lamello just sucked. Probably the like, better player, but no, he is better. When he played, he was better than Anthony Edwards, but he literally also just didn't play all the games. Yeah, and Anthony Edwards played all the games, got better, and put up... And was still good. Numbers, and put yeah. up good numbers. I just, also, I just think it's unfair, Also, it's Rookie guys. of the Year. It's not acting like like it's tarnishing LaMelo's like, legacy if he doesn't win Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year is who had the best season as rookie. You can't have the best season when you miss time. Like, I'm sorry. And it's, it's, it's different if Anthony Edwards wasn't good and you're like, well, yeah, but LaMelo's two-thirds of a season is still just so much better than this guy's 100% of the season. Andy Edwards had a very good season for a rookie. Yes, LaMelo had an insane season, but he also missed time. And my issue is this, is that there was a precedent for this. We had people calling for Zion to win Rookie of the Year because we're like, it's clear that he's better. It's clear that when they're both healthy, he's putting up better numbers. He's more effective player. And the NBA was still like, no, we're going to give it to John Morant, even though he's clearly the second best because he played the entire time. Now, speaking of Zion, I know you have strong thoughts on this next one, so I'm going to turn the mic over to you for this. Yeah, so I saw a headline today, and I just like I had to address, I had I have to talk about it because it really irked me when I saw it. It says, let me get the exact wording up. Give me 
One second. Yeah, quote it, quote it. It this says, is a great quote, quote, some family members would like to see Zion on another team because of the Pelicans' failure to put the right pieces around him. <sighs> How many years has Zion been in the league? Uh, he's been in the league two years. Oh, okay. And he was the number so, one pick, which means the team that picked him was bad. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I hate with a passion this... I hate, I hate when like this the uh, this drama and stuff like that is like fed to the media from family members, not the actual the player. player. It's, like, it's like, what are you doing? It's like you're the real stop, <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Just, at a certain point, there's a way to like get over involved, and it's like we need to be realistic here. The Pelicans were a bad team. They got Zion. Zion's a good player. They're still a bad team. It's also been two years. Great teams. Do not just flip a switch. We saw the Timberwolves try to do it when they got like Jimmy Butler and they tried to bring all these pieces in. Guess what? They were still bad. Teams are going to take a couple years to assemble, right? Like, let's not act like the Bucks did it overnight. Let's not act like uh, e- e- even the Nets, right? Like, they went out and got a bunch of pieces. But they also had to be bad for a lot of years to get draft picks to trade to trade around, develop the few draft picks they did have from that Garnett and Paul Pierce deal, right? Like, it will take more than two years, okay? Now, I don't think Zion feels that way because Zion seems like not that type of person, right? He doesn't seem like a fly-by-night kind of person. I just, I hate the narrative. It's like, we... It's always like someone in their entourage. It's like, you're in the entourage. Shut your mouth. Well, it's just like... Just have a sense of, like, how the NBA works, right? Yeah, it's also, why are you speaking because on behalf of Zion? Like, what are you, do? you're, you're literally just there to be there. I'm sorry if that sounds really bad. It's just, if Zion really was mad about it, he would say it himself. He doesn't need his fifth Uncle Joey, okay, to be his spokesperson, okay? Mm-hmm. He's a grown adult. He can do it himself. The other thing is, the only, and I say this, Let me say that again. The only reason I give any credence to this argument is because this is AD part two and the Pelicans have proven themselves to be a disaster. Here's the thing. But you do have to write out that first contract and then feel free to leave. That's the thing. If if this were four years into his career, I understand. No problem with it. Right? No problem with it. Two years. And you were the number one pick. Like, the team sucked for a reason. But I'm just like I'm sick and tired of the the narrative that it's like oh if it's not right away success, get out of get yeah. out of here because it's, well, it's like you want all the benefits of being the number one pick without any of the drawbacks that yeah, come with being the number one pick. It's 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 a tough world. It's like you're the what, number one pick because the team was bad. Yeah, that's why like I give guys like Devin Booker a lot of credit too because he's like you were drafted to a awful awful team and guess what it you you stuck with it for a couple years. It was and now not you get enjoyable, <laughs> but now guess what? They built a good team around you with good draft picks, right? And a couple of really yeah. good free agent signings. And guess what? Now you are arguably, uh, you know, the, the, the favorite right to represent the West in the, in the in the finals. Like, I it just it made me so mad because it's just like it's literally. And I'm not even years. usually like the whole like guy who bangs the loyalty drum, right? I'm not that guy at all. I'm all for player mobility. Yeah, I am I all no with for punishing either. teams for 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 not surrounding players with talent. But it is also two years. Like, 
the team physically there's limits to what the team can do, right? Because also, there's a salary had cap. The draft. We haven't even had the draft yeah. this year too. Like, yeah, we're, we're, it's just yeah. so flaky, and I, it really bothers me. Anyway, yeah, that's. That's oh, by the way, just one last piece of breaking news that literally just broke while we were doing this. Rick Carlisle is no longer the head coach. Oh, I did see that. Yes. He uh, yeah. and he announced it on ESPN. Shocking he, zero people. He, he announced yeah. it on ESPN, which is weird because he didn't even go through the Mavericks or anything like that, which tells me that there are problems. The Mavericks and... We Apparently he told Mark Cuban, but maybe we, he just listen, told him just I'm before he went on the air or something. Luka Doncic is going to the Knicks, but keep it on your, keep it on your radar, folks. Anyway, that's the show.